Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Chad Thomas, the CEO at Integrated Risk Solutions Forensic Investigations. Chad, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Afternoon, Michael and the listeners. And indeed, thank you for making the time to uh, chat to us about uh, this infamous uh, prison break or not. As someone who ran a business behind bars, experts say that uh, after Facebook rapist Tabo Bester's escape prison, private prison company, G4S must face the music. My first question to you, Chad, is what is the difference, first of all, between private jails and public jails? Not very much. Um, the one is run by the state, Department of Correctional Services. The other is run by a private company on contract with Department of Correctional Services. If one looks at the Mangaung prison, for example, it's run by G4S, which is a private company. Right. They employ around 15,000 people in South Africa worldwide. They hire around about 600,000 people. They're very big in the security space, very big in the prison space. And just to give you an example of how much money is in the security of the prison space, Pre-COVID 2019, their revenue was 7.7 billion pounds. Pounds? Pounds. Wow. Okay. And, um, well, who would be eligible to go to a private jail for that matter? So any prisoner. It, it, it doesn't depend on you having the choice to go to a private prison. A private prison is a prison. It's, it's the same as a government-run prison. The only difference is... It's manned by guards from a private security company. So if you take the Mangalung prison, for example, it's a maximum security prison. It houses 300,000 inmates. It's the biggest prison in South Africa. It's the second biggest maximum security prison in the world. Um, And obviously the prisoners that are are sent there are sent via our judicial system. Either they've been sentenced um, in that magisterial district. Alternatively, they've been sent there from other prisons around the country because they're dangerous prisoners. Um, but not quite dangerous enough to go to CMAX. So we've got a CMAX in Coxstead, and we've got a CMAX in Pretoria Central, Kotimampur. Those are, that, that's like ultra-high security. But this is a maximum Indeed. security prison. Indeed. But Chad, okay, so let's now focus on uh, the talk of the town, the, the person or the man of the moment, or not, you could say. Your take on Tarbobester's, well, great escape or not. What is the latest on, on, this, uh, on the situation regarding his whereabouts or not? Well, it is an audacious escape, and the fact that we still call it Tabo Best is bizarre because that's not even his, his given name. That was an right. identity he assumed. Um, it belongs to another person who, strangely enough, was also convicted of murder and was also in the Mongol prison. This is most probably the most audacious escape in South African history, and it will be most probably in the top 10 most audacious escapes worldwide. One must remember a maximum security prison that can hold up to 3,000 prisoners, which is run by a private security company, G4S, would have state-of-the-art security. Right. So to execute such an audacious plan took, number one, planning. Indeed. Number two, people. And number three, a hell of a lot of money. Right. So incompetence of the highest degree, negligence, and, of course, corruption. And a hell of a lot of money, I suppose, coming from this, uh, was it a media business that uh, Mr. Bester was uh, operating from within? So they did run the media business. That closed down um, about a year or so ago when, when the scandal started to emerge that he was running this business. His partner is said to have been a successful doctor specializing in aesthetics. Right. So <laughs> money was there. Um, her role needs to be defined. Uh, it's, it's clear that she is on the run with him, that she was a part of this escape because she claimed the body. 
The family themselves have gone into hiding. They claim that their lives are in danger. The right. brother speaking on behalf of the family. The father speaking out saying that um, they don't want any part of this, but they need their rights to be protected as well as her rights. Also, one must take into consideration she's got two minor children that are purportedly on the run with her and best at this time. So this is this is becoming a very convoluted and conflated case. Sure. What we cannot lose sight of is that she may be an accessory to murder because where did that body come from that was used in the so-called burn incident? Yes. And she's, of course, aided and abetted an escape. And we must never forget that this man was found guilty of murder, multiple rapes. We, we came to hear about him more than a decade ago, long before the Tinder swindler, when he was known as a Facebook rapist, because he used to set women up for auditions um, by posing as a modeling scout. So he had caught our imagination many, many years ago, and now he's resurfaced. This is an unbelievable case. There, there is no Netflix drama that comes anywhere close to this case. I'm, I'm sure they're they, sorry that they didn't come up with this idea of making something concerning Tabo Bester. But, okay, Chad, let's look at um, this private prison company, G4S. Uh, where do they stand at the moment uh, from a legal uh, perspective in terms of, you know, being held responsible, um, you know, like concerned uh, victims themselves also, you know, like uh, looking to, shall we say, uh, pursue uh, to to sue or to gain something out of this. What's the current situation regarding G4S? Uh, as I've as I introduced it, they must uh, people are saying they must face the music. So where do things stand with them right now? So G4S may be held liable if anything happens subsequent to this escape, and it can prove right. be prove that they were negligent or incompetent or party to the escape. Um, Obviously, the family of whoever the deceased is, whether it was a body that was brought from the mortuary, whether it was a prisoner that was, that was killed inside, whether it was a homeless person that was found and murdered and then taken inside, we don't know the details. Mm-hmm. That family would definitely have a claim because how did that body get into the prison, into the cell? Right. But what we need to do is, and, and, and I'd suggest the readers, the, the, the listeners do, that there was, a, there was a study called Misery Merchants back in 2019 by Ruth Hopkins, and it, it was also turned into a documentary called Prison for Profit. And that was specifically about G4S, and in particular, the Mamalung facility. And she listed all the irregularities, the segregation, the supposed torture, and um, people that were held in solitary confinement for more than three years. And they actually compared Mamalung prison to Guantanamo Bay. So wow. it's a very interesting read. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to say the name again. It's Misery Merchants by Ruth Hopkins. Ruth and the, the docky that came out of it was called Prison for Profit. And it just it, it helps people understand the broader problem of prisons for profit, especially in, in, in the context of the U.S. where you're seeing so many people that are being imprisoned that should not be imprisoned. In South Africa, we have a similar situation with the awaiting trial. There are too many people. Our prisons are overcrowded. Indeed. Chad, we, yeah, we can only, well, keep a lookout and see exactly how far, how far this is all going to transpire and where it's all going to end up. And for, we, we've run, run out of time and uh, we're going to have to leave it there. Chad, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon just to give us a bit more uh, background into what exactly is going on here with uh, Tabo Best and this infamous prison uh, break and uh, this uh, private prison company, G-Force, and what exactly is going on at the moment. Chad Thomas, CEO at the IRS. Forensic Investigations.